in five, four, three, two. It is 115 degrees. Kill us now. Down. <laughs> oh my God. It is so hot. We've been in the middle of a heat, heat wave. wave. Wow. Nice. Harmony. There's been buildings that have been closed like in the area because of a heat wave. I spent the entire weekend in the pool. The entire Damn. weekend. It was so, I'm not even, like, this isn't even a joke. It's literally 111 <sighs> degrees right now. And, and today's weird because there's a little bit of cloud cover, but it's making it, like, damp. It, it's, like, humid. Like, dirty, humid heat. It's, like, Arizona heat low-key, even uh, though yeah, typically low Arizona's dry, dry. But Arizona during, like... It's like a monsoon is about yeah, to happen. Exactly. Literally. And last night, it sounded like a semi-truck ran into <laughs> our garage. It thundered. Because, yeah, there was, was thunder, there was lightning. I was like, what the hell is going on? It's been crazy. It like like randomly has started to rain, but it's still hot as hell. It's very odd. And then it rained a little bit for this like this morning too. Like, uh, like like ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And right now we're looking at the sky and it's just oh, like God. gray. Like there's no there's no gradient. It's just all gray. It's but wild. Lightning was pretty cool though. I got a video of it. I love that it's like a change right now though. Yeah, yeah we needed this. Anything's um, not better the heat, though. than the main. Yeah. The main direct sunlight. Also, I want to point out one thing that I have to say. Okay, so after I posted last episode, and if you guys listened, we talked about the number 44. Oh. <laughs> and I did not try this at all. But when I posted it and I went to Spotify to look at it, the episode is 44 minutes and 44 <laughs> seconds long. What the? You know, the crazy part is because... That was a thing that me and my roommate had, you know, back in the day, and it, we saw it forever. Yeah. And now it's back. Because because and we talked I wasn't about even, it. I was surprised, but I wasn't even surprised. Like when you sent it to me, <laughs> to me, <laughs> when you sent it to me, I was like, J- here we go again. It shows the oh, power shit. of the number four. Here we go again. Like I was yeah. like, cool, let's do it. Anyway, well, we have a very different topic this week, so let's first cut to the intro. We're uh, we're doing a podcast. When you're doing a podcast, you don't have to be factually. You just have to talk shit, and hopefully if you fuck up, you correct it, and it's funny. And you're listening to But I'm Not an Expert, a podcast with Anoli and Rohan. Welcome back to But I'm... Expert, not but I. That, yep, there we go. God damn it. (laughs) That was Rohan. This is Anoli. Yep. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heat. It's the heat. It is the it's heat. It's the heat getting to us. Um, but welcome back. We're bringing up the energy because we love this. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is episode eight of But I'm Not an Expert. And we are going to be talking about what, Rohan? <sighs> Education. Education. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I only sigh because so many people talk about education. Yeah. Because it's important, obviously. Right. But hopefully our conversation today can provide some like interesting viewpoints that aren't just what people hear all the time. Yeah. And and when we say education, we're not talking about like the concept of education. We're talking about how how like our experiences with public education, Mm -hmm. um, college, whatever onwards and then also like 
mm-hmm. you know, surrounding why is the system like how it is. And being uh, from California, okay, our perspective is going to be different, a little different. So then, but, but then the rest of the United States yeah. and the world. The world, right? But we'll try to do a good job of trying to be all encompassing. Yeah, I think, so. and I think there's a general, you know, look at United States public education. There's mm-hmm. a very, very. Um, collective opinion on it yeah. you know like so okay so that when it's I, shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like it's crazy because when i did my phd okay in two years right <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but, uh, okay so listen it would be interesting to talk about our experiences maybe not so much elementary we could a little bit but middle school to high school mm-hmm. and then to undergrad okay and then just kind of go from there and analyze each building block because education has that structure so if we go in that order, it could be fun. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, we have lots of experiences that are from school primarily. I feel like uh, the majority of your childhood is made up because you have memories from school. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, you're spending, point. what, like eight hours a day yeah. <laughs> in school and then probably hanging out with your friends afterwards. Yeah. That are, I mean, for me, at least in high school, it would be like eight hours a day of school and then tennis mm-hmm. or basketball or whatever sport I was playing with those same classmates yeah. and then after that studying with my my classmates right and i grew up in a small town so all the people that i went to middle school with went to high school with. yeah same so that was kind of cool you, like i knew those people for seven years yeah, you know that's everybody, crazy. Moves, everybody moves on after high school yeah but so that was that was super interesting middle school was a piece of shit <laughs> nobody knew what was going on ever it like students uh, yeah at least at my school mm. fights we had a lot of fights too oh god too, when yeah. there was a fight everybody that's when i learned that people fight yeah you it know was what like mean? a it was like world war z like the zombies <laughs> turning around the corner people got Everyone's mad just about like, crazy fight, shit fight that was entertaining yeah and um we had a lot of fights in high school too we had a few we had more in middle school yeah i think yeah, same it was interesting because people didn't know how to fucking like yeah and we we're just stupid kids we weren't we wouldn't eat lunch we would just go straight to the ball pin mm-hmm. and try to grab a ball and hopefully you get a basketball yeah and just like not even eat <laughs> but Te- um, so technically also for people who are not i don't know if this is a california thing but there's no recess in middle school here it's just like lunch oh yeah is your remember. only time yeah. that yeah, you we didn't have recess like it you basically lunch. end for me right i we didn't have recess we did have like a little break time though what yeah really? we had like a 15 minute break time it was kind of nice we would all get that's when we would eat and then for that lunch we wouldn't eat we, Whoa, would, we would eat during break earlier in the day like after first or second period. okay wait so here's this is how it differs i don't know if this is how it was for you but my elementary school ended at sixth grade and then i had middle school for seventh and eighth and then high school ninth through twelfth our middle school was sixth through eighth oh interesting yeah. maybe it was because of that could have been yeah i was an idiot uh luckily i made some was? friends i mean i'm still not <laughs> uh luckily i made some friends that that were better for me <laughs> got me on the right track That's but I was, I was hanging out with some weird people i think and everybody in middle school was a little odd right this <laughs> yeah is a weird, this is a weird time yeah, in your w- life and i was like 90 pounds y- <laughs> <laughs> i was like five middle feet tall like 90 that, pounds. it's like that weird time where kids think they're older than they are even high school is like that but they think they like are fully fucking 12 and 13 and right. are like acting like they're 18 right it's like, wild does, do middle school grades even matter okay you're gonna get to the high school anyway this is right? why i'm <laughs> just start so, trying in high I'm school i'm like why did i try so hard <laughs> in middle school <laughs> i grew i started i started playing sports and i grew seven inches in one summer seven yeah i don't think i've ever grown seven inches in my entire <laughs> in life. life yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah no i've been 
Actually, no. In middle school, I was probably like four <laughs> nine. I'm not even joking. I was. Hey, probably why am I laughing? I was like five feet flat. I'm five feet now. Yeah. No, oh, I played shit. mad sports, dude. Coming up. I I was Coming the up. shortest motherfucker Did on every. Did you play every center? Uh, no, because I was fucking four nine. Oh. I was always point guard or shoot gu- shooting guard. And then I was the libero for the volleyball team, <laughs> which is always the short person. But I would, like, dude, it was crazy, like, going to tor- tournaments and, like, peop- girls were, like, six fucking foot already. Damn. And I was like, what is going on? We had this one girl on our team who was 5'10 in eighth grade. Damn. It was scary. Hey, middle school, detention. Let's go. Okay. So I got detention for <laughs> chewing gum. Mr. Fudu over here. <laughs> I got detention. I, ch- I was chewing gum. Teacher told me to spit it out. I that was went, a big thing, I remember. <laughs> it was. I went wow. to the trash can, spit it out, and <laughs> and like I spaced out halfway through the class, yeah. and I forgot that that had happened, and I started chewing gum again. Oh, my God. And the teacher like stopped the whole class, looked at me. He's like, really? And I was like, what? And then he started just, he didn't say anything. Just went over to his desk, gave me a slip, bam, for chewing gum. And then in my head, I was like, oh, shit. And then, um, man, our detention room was like, like corner of the Adams family house that nobody goes oh, shit. into. Some movie shit. Brown and yellow, uh, just like, uh, carved into the desk, um, you know handwriting just help me i'm dying <laughs> like please get me out of here that's like typical Pe- the walls are peeling this ugly yellow wallpaper there's one window which wasn't even in the center it's like a like a size of a piece of paper and it's like off center at the top corner and there's the sunlight shining through it and you see all the dust this literally sounds like a set like and a the movie sunlight set. yeah you see all the dust that you're breathing in and you just like cough a little bit and then like Ooh. All the dust comes off your desk. It's like where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre would murder somebody. Oh, my God. And, yeah, and it was in the corner of school, too. It was in a really weird place. Like, I got lost trying to get there. Anyway. I'm chewing that gum was right fun. now. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was part of my educational experience. If you guys have not experienced detention, I highly recommend it. <laughs> okay. Because it is a character-building experience. Is Especially it? if you have a room like that. Because it makes you not want to go there again. Oh. I see. Yeah, unless you're a weirdo and you like that kind of stuff. I mean, some and you're like, students. yo, I'm gonna get detention just so I can go back there. Some students just wanted to fucking leave the class. How did you get detention? I, I didn't get detention. You never got detention. No. Wow. I was okay. You I think was, you're better than me? No. <laughs> Low key, I was like a goody two shoes in middle school, uh-huh. and then I started become like who I am right now. I was really more in high school. Damn. Okay. And w- no, that's wrong. I I want to say in school specifically. Like I was still always this person mm-hmm. outside, but like I, I don't know. In middle school, I wasn't as loud in class, but in high school, I was loud as fucking Love, class. Yeah. But I had a teacher who me and my friend were really loud in and she never said anything to us because she loved us and then our other two friends every time they would chat that she would get hella mad at them and it was so funny i loved it <laughs> that's, that's perks right there i miss those days of those high perks. school those were good days and we're gonna get like into actual education right but this yeah. is fun so it's like one more thing actually real quick talking about when we were kids yeah before instagram before snapchat before facebook even before myspace oh wow because you know myspace was a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out at the top friends and people shout getting out to Tom. and people getting mad because you didn't position your top friends correctly but man okay so if you're wearing a fire outfit and you get up to sharpen your pencil that is when the whole class sees your outfit, sees your outfit. <laughs> and that's like i don't know about your school but in middle school that was the thing it, yeah, yeah yeah like even if you didn't need to sharpen your pencil you'd get it or get a clean back or when we used pencils 
um, getting up for no reason to, when your pencil didn't even need to be sharpened just to flex on the class was the thing and everyone not everyone but a lot of people did it so everybody's middle school could have been just an episode on the twilight zone <laughs> unless you're at a preppy private school yeah but um and then you know grades are bullshit but then you get to high school and then you start realizing you got to try a little bit if you want to get into a good school and did you i felt the pressure immediately from ninth grade did you feel that? I did not at all. But I wasn't the smartest kid. That's the thing. So this is, is what this is what I was going to bring up. Okay. Um, there are those kids that, like, soon as sophomore year hits, they know exactly what they're going to do mm-hmm. professionally. And they know exactly what school or, they're going to go to. Or they think they know what they're going to do. Or they think they know. Yeah. So, and this isn't, like, a sob story or anything. Like, I, I figured out what I wanted to do. It just took me a little bit longer. So, you know, mm-hmm. so I was one of those kids where it took a little bit longer. It wasn't until a year or two into college and then I had to switch my major and I was like okay this is what I'm doing but in high school you start realizing that um, where you go to school is gonna have a big impact on your life you know what major you choose things like that or it's not mm-hmm. because you don't have to go to school these days and you can still be <laughs> successful be an influencer so I don't know what I'm saying but okay but going off of kind of what you what you said it right like some students figure out in sophomore year Mm -hmm. you know this is what i want to do this is the path i'm going to take whatever and then you have other students who take a little bit longer that that in itself right there is the reason that public education the system is so messed up because we do this weird thing and Mm -hmm. i saw this video in like sixth grade and stuck with me ever since where it talked about education throughout the years and it we do this weird thing where we compile students based off of their age and put them in a grade and assume that everyone is one mentally growing at the same level yeah. develop you know your de- your development is always different but more importantly your learning style is going to be so different yeah. shouldn't we be co- like put together and in in sections based off of that so that you have a different learning experience right. versus your age like like people had different maturity levels at eight than we did and like you can't i don't know it just seems like a really messed up way to go about it there's a different level of support everybody needs you know if you're not getting that guidance from your parents or your family members or even your friends throughout high school um like let's talk about how amazing high school counselors are (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it'd be nice to get that guidance from somewhere for the students that aren't getting it from other places because then it does take them longer to figure things out yeah you know i think it's an important distinction also that we have very different experiences because you're the older sibling Mm -hmm. and i'm the younger one Mm. so i had oh wow okay please keep going i'm gonna comment on this i had a really big advantage of you know seeing what my brother's doing seeing if i want to follow that path understanding you know the where i'm gonna have obstacles and things like that and then building my um using that as a resource basically and like i was able to basically vicariously live through him for Mm -hmm. a second and understand where like how my path is going to follow um and obviously people would say yeah but then that like restricts you to a certain amount of like a certain path and stuff like that but that's true but also in high school sometimes you need that structure sometimes you need to be told like hey these are the good options yeah or like this is what's gonna i would not have understood the common app or the any college application if my brother wasn't there to explain it to me so like that and even choosing a major it's so important like okay and then you know like but you're applying saying, alone is what i'm saying exactly people didn't even understand that there was a common app right that right. you're supposed or like how the uc app worked or anything so um that's a great point because in high school we think we know everything yeah and sometimes you need to be told like these are your good options 
Yeah. Like this, you know, this is the way you should go. And I was that that student where it took me a little longer to figure things out. And then my little brother, totally on track right yeah. now. Yeah. So and me and my parents, like, he got to see what you did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. through through what delayed me, we were able to teach him better and tell him, yo, like this is this is gonna help you. Yeah. And he thanks us later now. Mm-hmm. So there is that advantage of the the younger sibling. Um, but yeah, high school is a weird time because not that it can make or break you. Like college is, you know actually it some people could. have if made we go to the extremes yeah like any dude, part of your life can make or break you a um, lot of students in high school because of decisions they made in high school have left them in the same spot right right like now. academic or outside of school both right both right yeah, yeah. like Depending people who, who just hanging out with decide to not give a fuck about school at right, all right? right they don't graduate mm-hmm. or they don't and they still haven't got their ged yeah but or here's the thing in today's world you can do that and still and still come up later you can still teach yourself oh, there's other 100%. ways you can be successful but their but mentality ha- has just stopped yeah, you have to have that drive yeah. so there is an opportunity these days of you don't need a four-year degree oh absolutely you know, to not. be quote that's not un- what i'm saying at all oh yeah i know you're not i'm yeah, just yeah. like kind of throwing this in there yeah um to be quote unquote um successful mm-hmm. because everybody um i think you were mentioning it earlier like the, the image and it shouldn't be this Mm-mm. of somebody that's successful yeah is um yeah so like Right, right. If you ask a random Generally, person, a right. general yeah, explanation like of success is that they have a good paying job because they went to college. School, and yeah. Ugh, like, yeah. I hate that. That's so stupid. And, like, stupid. we went to school and yeah. we enjoyed it. But there's so many things. You don't need that. Yeah, to do these days. But that drive, that mentality can get damaged if you're not around the right people, if you're not handling things the right way. And even early as starting in high school. That drive is what you need. You need to want to be successful. Right. Mm-hmm. And you need to one define success for yourself mm-hmm. and then two want have that hunger for you know achieving whatever you want to achieve right. and if someone can figure that out by themselves like amazing, amazing. props but you sometimes need you need guidance yeah like whether it is a good counselor or your parents or your friends or family or even a teacher yeah like it, it, people just if you people would be surprised how much encouragement at an early age can help someone oh yeah and how much discouragement can fuck somebody yeah, and up. that goes into the education you know system so, you know, when you talk about encouragement and discouragement, how encouraged are teachers to be good teachers? Yeah. If you're in the public system and you're paying them shit and they're not valued, like it's one thing if you're not paid, but if you're not, that your job isn't seen as, you know, as valued as it used to be. Yeah. And that's another reason for you to get discouraged Dude, as well. Right now we're seeing incredible teachers yeah. right from because of covid there's very it's very difficult to you know get interact with your students and stuff like that and you're seeing all these news stories about teachers going out of their way to figure out how they can make their students their experience students. really really um fruitful and i don't about, i don't know about you but i had some really good teachers in high school yeah that i really connected to i had some, uh, I had some shitty ones too oh yeah but i had i had a lot of incredible okay, teachers nice. i i think and I mean, one of my favorite teachers of all time um, was my tennis coach, mm-hmm. who was also my history teacher. Um, and he like he just fucking actually cared about me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he was straightforward. He fucking gave you the truth. And that helped me. And then I had also teachers who just didn't really give a fuck. So you know? I had an interesting experience. So I had a teacher that did not care about me at all mm-hmm. and still did and did not ever care about me <laughs> and still does not care about me. Yeah. But he was did he, he, you specifically or the whole class? Oh, the whole class. Okay, like okay. that was his vibe. Sure. Yeah. Not just me. Um, but like I it's get scarier I, when it's just I you. get motivated in different different. Oh, and it can be scary um, if it's just you. That's like that's yeah. not good. Um, you shouldn't be singled out like that. But uh, Dude, some teachers are fucked. Yeah. But I get motivated in like sometimes different ways. And I took that as like, okay, like this guy's tough. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like he's really testing, 
my skin and it was interesting because he had he was a, a teacher in a in an academic like a like a very popular um subject right mm-hmm. he was also my football coach mm. dude this is so it was so interesting because he didn't change because like, on the field right we're playing football so yeah. you know shit's tough he didn't change his mentality in the classroom yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and we had smart kids in that class and so it was that kind of motivated me because i was like wow like he expects more not just for me but from everyone yeah and like later on i realized that because i've not realized that i've had that experience helped me because even throughout college and my professional life i've interacted with um people in positions of authority like that Mm -hmm. and now i don't back down you know what i'm saying yeah so that was a very interesting experience for me going off of that a little bit right so i mean i think the we both relate we have really favorite teachers because Mm. also they were our coaches and so we got to see them kind of in a different light um and for me right my tennis coach he and i can like i can pinpoint exactly why he was a brilliant teacher yeah as a coach right this is what i noticed and i i am the type of person who if i'm um if i get told i fucking can't do something i'm gonna work that much harder to do it right and he figured that out about me and Mm -hmm. i didn't even even when i didn't understand that about myself or he would know like when i was upset about something and how how something small could fix that right Mm -hmm. so if i'm fucking being shit on the court he would come up to the back fence and be like "Anoli, what the fuck is wrong with you like how can (laughs) you fuck this up right he'd fully say all that (laughs) kind of shit and that would motivate me to do better and he knew that about me then he would go wait 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 wait." then he would go to the next girl on the next court and be like hey you got this whatever because that was her learning style he knew exactly what to say to which student and how it would help them i was getting a little scared because i was like does he know that's your learning yes exactly and he that's good yeah and because of that i figured out that that's my learning style not learning style motivation style motivation style right and, and nobody can put that on you like and tell you this is your motivation style. No, but if he saw results from that yeah. then he's tapping into that yeah like, cool. he, he knew that i didn't back down from a challenge right. and okay. that's what he was trying to touch on okay nice um mm-hmm. and that's the type of teacher somebody who can figure out that students are different that's the kind of teacher you want right. that's a quality teacher that's a quality teacher and you don't always get that but then again you look at the playing field and you look at pay and you look at valuation and there's a reason why they're not always great. And they're not treated well so, either in the public system at all. Yeah. Like, they like, don't get... Like, it's really sad to see how we fucking treat people who are literally bringing up our future. Mm-hmm. You know? They're they're raising our children and they're raising the next America. And you're going to treat them like shit? I it love using that sense. term. Like, the America. Like, the yeah. next America. Yeah. Henry Rollins. Rollins uses that a lot. Uses that a lot. Um, but, so, what's up with, like... Okay, you look at these teachers, they'll get test scores test scores are declining you know public education um consistently every year versus you know the world the u.s test scores of students mm. what's up with that standardized testing is bullshit okay a standardized test is essentially testing you on how well you can take a test it has nothing to do with material mm. it doesn't have anything to do with like um how intelligent you are whatsoever yeah keyword and so we could like right now we're judging everything based off a of standardized test not that i'm saying that we probably have smarter students here than you know in finland, in finland Sweden, china india china, wherever Japan. um but i'm saying like it's just a really weird you know measurement and metric that we would use to determine how good our how good our students are because like how how does it make sense you know we took the sat is the number one standardized test that everybody mm-hmm. thinks of right but we took star testing for star a very testing. long time oh, i think this is a california uh, thing yeah and it was mad stupid it would take what a, i think a week mm-hmm. of our year Something every single like time that. and it was just like 
everybody would stress out about it because all it was doing is like it was determining the funding that your school is going to get right. the next year. So explain to me how this makes sense. You're going to have really good students, right, really good test scores, and then they get the most funding. But when you have shitty test scores, they ha- get the least funding. So it's a negative cycle. Uh-huh. How does that make any sense? Why would you put less money into students that clearly need better resources? Right. It doesn't make any so sense. So how they distribute the money is always going to be a big issue. Because if you're not getting the results, those questions are always going to come up. I think education should not be politicized. That too, if it gets politicized. You know, we have yep, it, that's an issue your too. your education in your county is determined on your council member. The 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 school board is often not even made up of it doesn't even have a teacher's opinion. That should not be how it is. Like you you need to have people who are actually involved in the actual process and understand in academia. Yeah, and understand how a student learns. They should be the people making these types of decisions. Right. So standardized tests, right? Okay bullshit and then you have so you go to you know say not everybody but you know if you go to college for four years you have all these ged courses that you have to take it sounded like you said g-easy g-easy courses <laughs> yeah but um you have all these general ed courses that you have to take and just all these things you have to do to graduate and yeah. then there's always that conversation of like i could have gotten this degree with like the classes the required classes where i actually learned something i could have done this in like a year or two. Oh, definitely so okay so here's this is something patrick bet david uh talked about in one of his videos is imagine you're a kid you're a sophomore in high school and google has this cs computer science program for high school this, this is hypothetical unless okay. it already exists i don't know it might well exist. Like, apple university exists does it start in high school though no i really don't know the how it works the details but just imagine this is what he's talking about so like those last two years of high school you're graduating from this university that's provided by this company instead of by university and then as soon as that student gets out of high school they either have an internship or they have a job because who better to teach that student than the people in that actual company where they're going to be working right right versus them spending all this time in college okay great college is a great experience but not wasting time like I get you're broadening your horizons right? and you're taking all these other classes on the side versus your electives and your major required courses. But, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we have blue really excited yeah. here. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Do you hear that? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> he's hype. <laughs> so basically what he was bringing up and yeah. one thing that really stood out to me, like would these universities start shitting their pants because they're making so much money off of tuition and imagine if all these stem uh subjects where these companies start offering these programs to kids while they're either in high school or as soon as they get out of high school and the max it takes to complete these things is two years because there's no bullshit ged stuff on the side yeah so i i feel like that's something that might happen in the future Uh, oh for sure it's already beginning it's already beginning with apple university and other stuff like that yeah see i have a variety like of opinions people are trying on to fast track everything these days you know what yeah I'm see I and think people will monetize anything and then sure once these companies realize how much money they can make versus, what, versus these saying. kids paying the university they can pay directly the company and it could still be cheaper than going to school so this whole situation i think is really good in a certain ex- in a certain point because like you're getting straight to the point of your actual trade and you're like you know would it only be for skills. specific subjects yeah like i mean CS for sure or something like that yeah. right okay or i mean it could be anything but like they're focusing on what they need that right. company it, needs mm-hmm. right so the downhill side and it, it, it could be quick right it could be it could Fast. snowball really right. really poorly because 
you have all of these private companies that have private agendas, you know, and they have, um, they have, um, like their, I, their mission is making money in, at the end. Mm-hmm. And so if they're involved directly with public education, it can be a little bit sketchy because you're only learning what they want you to learn. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're kind of preventing you from expanding your knowledge base to things that could help that help you potentially be better than them. Okay. So, so do you here's think my thing. so those courses that you're you're forced to take in college that are not directly related to your major that's kind of helping you become more well-rounded? I, okay, so I think not entirely. Because I was forced to take a lot of classes yeah. in undergrad that I did not like. So mm-hmm. I might be taking for granted a little bit of the classes that I had to take. Yeah, but then again okay. there's some courses that just don't matter. Like I t- like I don't want to call out any specific course, mm-hmm. but there are courses that I took just to fulfill the credit and oh, yeah, definitely. meant nothing to me. Yeah, I, I learned those. zero. <laughs> I was just like there, you know. I remember those too. So there's different levels to this, mm-hmm. but the issue is you want to be a well-rounded student and worldly mm-hmm. and understand all the different aspects of what education means okay. versus just being so good at one skill. Okay. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Okay. And I, there's people who are going to disagree with that because there's people who think that, you know, you just get one skill, you get really fucking good at it. That's great. Good mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. I just think that to me, education means learning consistently and constantly, constantly growing. Right. And, education versus school those are different things Mm -hmm. and so if you want to be properly educated you have to learn a lot of different things you can't just be good at one thing one thing okay interesting and then so before we jump like right into the college thing because we're going from high school to college um anything we could talk about like junior senior year as a high school student things that you're thinking of right before you go into college oh my god it was crazy i remember being mad stressed junior and senior year See, that's the difference between you and me. I wasn't, <laughs> which is bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? I should have been. I should have been more on top of stuff. So this is where that guidance thing comes in. Yeah, so. I mean, for me, my junior year was all about SAT hmm. and my Arangetram, two things. So I was stressed out because of my, like, extracurriculars, which was mainly... So for people who don't know, Arangetram is when you graduate after doing... I did 10 years of classical Indian dance mm-hmm. and you like have a graduation, which is called your Arangetram and it takes a lot of training Damn. and <laughs> That's a lot. my schedule was essentially waking up at like 5 a.m. doing some practice, going to school at whatever, 637, going to through school, doing tennis, coming back after tennis and going straight to practice for another four or five hours and then coming home and doing whatever homework studying right. for SAT and then that was my day for le- my day for ye- a year. Mm-hmm. And so it was a stressful year, uh, but I'm glad I did it because I, like that proved to me like how much I could do. But I mean that only helped you out in college. For sure. Cuz high school like you still think you and know, people think high school's hard and then you get to when you get to college you're like oh shit, all right, like I actually have to start trying now. Yeah, and <laughs> it also helped me in college knowing that I can do multiple things instead of just focusing on academics. Mm-hmm. And so it allowed me to, you know, do dance and Good do all stuff. this other stuff to um, have a job, you know, and while also studying. Right. So I think that that time management um, skill really came about during junior, senior year for me. Junior, senior, I was just too much into extracurriculars. Like what? Track, football, Boy Scouts, dance. Just yeah. too much and not focusing enough on school. And then I figured it out in junior college. But, um, yeah, like you know, there's that balance aspect and I did not have it at all. 
but uh, luckily I had a good group of friends and yeah. you know that got me through a lot of stuff and even you know when I transferred and stuff to university um but yeah so I was on the other spe- side of the spectrum you know what I'm saying so not as serious um so there's you know there's different different uh kids out there in school different perspectives were your friends in mm-hmm. junior and senior year serious or were they kind of in the same uh not my as you uh like not yeah I would say some of them were and some of them weren't like yeah. depending on what class I went to Right. Like a majority of the class would be super focused versus another class where it's like. Kind but like of what about your like core group of friends? Mm, we're, kinda, we're kind of the same. Okay. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, that's definitely like, I mean, there are obviously many reasons to that. Right. But. I mean, uh, just like the hard fact is if we knew exactly what we wanted to do, we would have went straight to university. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So no, we went the see, junior college the, route. That's and then the thing, right? Is like there's so much pressure to know exactly what you want to do early mm-hmm. when you don't even know half the world oh i'm kind of glad in my experience i got to got to figure it out in junior college and then you know i switched my major and it was actually a benefit for me because if i went straight i would have chose the wrong thing yeah. and i would have wasted time and money yeah and i think a lot of people so do that, that was and kind then they of just good, fucking that was stick a with good it. thing for me but yeah so high school is just always an interesting weird time and then everybody starts to grow up everybody leaves <laughs> everybody goes to school not everybody a lot that, of people don't go to school that in itself is um, a crazy experience yeah. is leaving your friends that you've known for years mm-hmm. and like become obviously very close with to then joining like going into this entirely new world of mm-hmm. college and um starting starting from scratch starting fresh is a big thing so a lot of people will will not go to school because of the tuition oh for sure and depending on their environment and the your family like if you're encouraged or whether you're not encouraged yeah like why are you going to school like just start working yeah or why aren't you go to school are you crazy you're gonna work for the rest of your life go to school yeah so that has a huge impact on a student's mind yeah when you're applying i so, mean also okay. i've seen that like firsthand with like in real life what's between people i know what's worse kind of going off of that about tuition is that like the reason we have guidance counselors is to tell us about all aspects of the application process and like you know literally guiding you through that process and what they fail to do which is one of the easiest things for them to do is explain scholarships and grants and things like that to students who don't have the money to go to college if they really want to go and they don't have the money and that's the thing that's holding them back as a counselor that should be your job to find them scholarships Mm -hmm. that they can apply to and easily get because there's millions of dollars in scholarship out there right and they could get it and they could go to school um and it sucks that that's what's li- like restricting us right like right. there's so many students who are brilliant people and they just can't go to college or and it, not that that so are you talking about a case where a student has the ability like they're really smart academically and they can get the scholarships even but then I'm there's those students that are not academically they can the still brightest. Get scholarships. Okay, so yeah. no excuse then. The, no, Either I'm not saying no excuse. I'm yeah. just saying just if somebody pro- were to t- tell them mm-hmm. that there's an option. The options, letting yeah. them know the options are uh, there. Have them understand that you okay. have a different. It's not go to school and lose all your money or not. Right. Right. There's other. There's other paths, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying you need to go to college. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. You can mm-hmm. go. You should be able to go to a trade you should be able to fucking go into, to, into the army any, army <laughs> army yeah the army yeah go into military yeah. or something and like that start a business whatever well, there's education in the military that's that going into the military doesn't mean you're not getting educated yeah i mean a lot of people go into the military so that they the can military get educated pays they help pay afterwards. for your yeah. education yeah. yeah so 
it's just being provided all all the options because it's hard again i think i use this in other podcasts i don't want to overkill this term but it's hard to put a finger on competence on high school students yeah so sometimes as much as you tell them you know you don't know what they're going to do but even throughout that process like they don't know exactly what they're going to do if they you know they don't go straight to a four-year even if they end up at a junior college which isn't bad i had a great experience um but then the counselors there like still provide the options yeah. I, I just i've never had uh, not to shit on them but like what are they doing i, I <laughs> don't like, get it i yeah. just can't understand being in a position of like you could be so influential in a student's life mm-hmm. and you just let that opportunity slip i don't know if they let it like i don't know what it is like do they let it slip I mean, do they just not care they or are they know? trying really hard or are they just bad at it i don't know and i, I don't want to generalize because i know there's amazing counselors out there are there I think there is. There's some people that try really hard, but I, I mean, it's I've, just sad I that we've had never had an experience Both like that. between us, we haven't. Yeah. I haven't. Nor have I heard anybody have a good experience. Yeah. See, that's when you know it's bad. Yeah. When you hear people not having good experiences. That's so, uh, like, I mean, I've had, I know people who have like hired external counselors, and they've obviously had wow. good experiences. Yeah, which is kind of crazy to mm-hmm. me because I don't know. I just didn't fuck with that idea, but um. And they've had good ex- experiences because it's a private counselor, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, they're getting paid for that. But I mean, there we go, money maybe. Like oh, another thing is they're not getting paid in, enough to oh, care. Yeah. They don't even give a shit. <laughs> it's like a school nurse. They're uh, just there to fucking give you ice. Right. Oh, your stomach hurts. Here's some Here, fucking ice. Your head hurts. Ice. <laughs> fucking dying. Ice. Ice. <laughs> ice <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ice. Damn. It's crazy. Anyway, that transition from high school to college. You hope that a student knows their options, right. whether it's through themselves. Amazing. If you can find what you need to do by on your own, that shit is hard. Cool. Or you have guidance from your parents. You have guidance from your family, your friends or a teacher mm-hmm. or, um, you know, if you're if you're into sports like a, a coach or something, anything. Yeah. And then just understanding what you're going to if you like what you're doing, if it's a field that's rewarding, you're not just spending you know, fifty to hundred thousand dollars on a degree that's not gonna going to help you, you know, when you graduate. Yeah. Um, or if you're not gonna go the school route, are you doing the trade thing? Are you doing the um, certification route? Like, what are you doing? Are you going into business? Here's my thing. Uh, like we we're talking about paths, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, a very clearly defined path for a lot of these options. Even if you're going into trade or mm-hmm. you're going into the army or you're going to the school. Oh yeah, army, military things. But like I that. think it's there's been a really big negative connotation to changing your mind, and I think that that's okay. But I think I like you should be allowed to yeah. go to school, not fucking like it, drop out, start a business, not like it, drop out and yeah. do something else. You know, like that's the whole point of life is that there's ups and downs, mm-hmm. and you are the reason that you know something that you learned from college the reason you don't like it is going to help you later mm-hmm. i feel like with millennials that's becoming more common yeah and not it's, m- it's more of like a rebellious thing yeah maybe not know? more acceptable because employers are like oh shit you're a job hopper but you're seeing it more often which is really good for the general generation because if you if everybody's a job hopper they can't call you a job hopper <laughs> you know what i mean you and can't I, beat them join them it's it's because okay so like up until what like probably people who were in like the two 2010 up until then people were just at a job for 50 years fucking retired oh, then yeah. done it's freaking crazy these days now it's like a year at one job okay i've learned what i want now i'm going to this job right. okay they gave me something cool now i'm going to this job yeah. which i think i love that i'd admi- i admire that i am that like i think that 
you if you don't like something and you understand that you don't like it or if you got what you needed from a job and now you're on to the next mm-hmm. on to the next i think that's a really like if you have the opportunity to why not right as long as you're growing you yeah. need to understand as that as you there. as the as the uh, as the employee you're the asset you're the pre- thing that they're running that after they right. right and so and that's a big thing that employees or like people who are looking for a job don't understand is that this the the company they need you just as bad as you maybe need them them. right Mm -hmm. and so you need to understand that you are of you're a value and that you're the person that they're looking for and you can determine how your you know experience in that job is going to be or not Mm -hmm. take a calculated risk and if there's an opportunity that's worth it you should probably go for it yeah but yeah outside of you know being under you know uh, a company or employer whatever it is institution these days it's crazy i love that point you brought up about the older generation you work the same job for 50 years yeah like the first job you ever had and then which i'm not also saying is a bad thing oh it's not just times are different and, yeah and you know back then uh you could support a whole entire family yeah, with your on, job yeah, yeah, so like things sure. have changed you know what I'm saying? and i also think that not as many people were aware of their option but anyway right go yeah ahead. so different you know there's a different time in the place in the world but um outside of working for a company if you're smart enough and you, you're in a certain you're in a certain uh field whatever it may be but just with the way technology is and just the way it runs the world you could be all you need is your laptop and go somewhere where there is wi-fi and you can you can work your job or do your business or whatever it is your service that you provide on you know that's all you need and that's all you need to have to make your livelihood Mm. and i know people that don't even have their associates that are making more with people that are on their second masters yeah. or doing their PhD. Nothing determines anything. Read. I mean, I think it's 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 a, it's a wonderful time to be alive. Oh, for sure. You know, if somebody's willing to apply themselves, figure out what you're good at and try it. And and like figure out like not the traditional route does not have to fit you. Yeah. And you know just real mean? quick, money isn't everything. Like when I said, "Oh, sure, they're sure. making more than people." But um like I'm just saying like they found their you know their calling or what they really enjoy doing they enjoy their job and they're they have a you know they're making a good living out of yeah. it as well yeah so that was my point yeah but go ahead like yeah you just don't like th- w- there's such a hard focus on society's traditional path mm-hmm. and college is like such a big part of that and you see like at least in my experience i saw a lot of students drop out you know while i was at college and it was either because college was too much of a um like a stimulated environment for them to handle or they were you know couldn't deal with grades or they just plain did not vibe with it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i think that as long as you understand why you're dropping out and as long as you have um somewhat of a plan and that doesn't have to be hardcore it's just like i mean okay so there's a quote that's like if you don't know where you're going you're going to end up somewhere you didn't want to be and that's so true because if you're not like you know at least focused on something right you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere yeah (laughs) have some have some type of idea um but always also like to the the caveat with that just um passion comes out of curiosity sometimes right so but you still have to apply yourself yeah you're right because when when that passion comes out of curiosity and you see something sometimes you don't realize what you want until you see it you're like wow this is what i want to do and i think college helps with that yes it does and you have to and it's good to have a plan but even if you don't when that opportunity comes and you see your passion coming out of curiosity you're curious about something be ready to apply yourself 
Yeah. You know, you can't just take up the knowledge. You have to act. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So take that opportunity. Like, take the opportunity and try it. Since we're already here, we might as well talk about our different college experiences. Okay. Nice. I think um, for me, a really big part of it was how much I enjoyed being on campus Mm -hmm. and being around the people that were there. So, uh, campus culture is a huge thing. I would say it's not everything, but I definitely felt that even when I was on um berkeley's campus mm-hmm. so i feel like campus culture is a huge thing there and ideas bounce off the walls yeah and i and it's not even not even fully just the culture i think i got very lucky with my experience in terms of my freshman year i was with a on a co-ed floor that i fucking loved mm-hmm. i loved the majority of it i loved the majority of the people on the floor and i was really tight with a lot of them and we spent the entire year together and it was a super diverse group of people so i learned a lot and then sophomore year came around and everybody kind of went their own way, which was great. And I found my other like core group of people who are now my best friends. And that came from not my academics. It came from my dance team. Nice. So it came from an external part of school. It's still college, but it's not has nothing to do with the education part or not it does have to do with education because i'm learning Mm -hmm. but it has nothing to do with the academics part right and then when i said just to clarify when i was like oh i feel the campus culture when i I didn't go to berkeley but (laughs) i went was there a lot because of the dance team and i could just feel that campus culture though yeah so it's very interesting to see yeah and then yeah you end up making your friends and it's kind of you end up networking yeah it's crazy for sure even professionally i mean two of my biggest if i if somebody said what is your you know your favorite part about going to school or in college i would 100 percent say both these things my Mangara team mm-hmm. and then my job and people mm-hmm. would be like your job what the fuck i worked for four years at as a student consultant at the university mm-hmm. and my co-workers were are still some of my best friends mm-hmm. and the amount that i learned from just being one having a job right and you know using that money for college right. and then two like being able to be around I both I have my crew of like you know Indian people and people that I really relate to on lots of different life experiences and then also being in, around people who are so different from me mm-hmm. and still I could be so close to was a crazy crazy amazing experience and this job particularly I, I mean I had one of the best bosses I've ever had like I could go to her for literally anything she was brilliant one she two she was like just knew how to handle college students and knew exactly what we needed in order to grow us Mm -hmm. um and it was just an incredible experience and it really taught me like what i want in a in work culture when i when i go into the real world that's awesome yeah so for me it was uh definitely like dance pangra was Mm -hmm. up there you know you meet friends you meet new people just interact things like that um and then second i think you touched on not to copy you exactly but (laughs) you touched on um diversity yeah right so sac state was very diverse and then third thing for me would be the teachers yeah because being a state school class sizes were much smaller than uc campuses so i in my experience people give teachers a lot of shit college professors a lot of shit because of tenure and sometimes you know they won't do certain things but um like my teachers really cared about the students that's awesome and they're always motivating us and it was just i had a really good experience with with my teachers and sac state was a little different the the campus culture needs to improve and i think it's getting better it's just there's not a lot of kids on campus it's mainly a commuter campus but they're building more like dorms and stuff and what is um, your definition of campus culture like people being involved and 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 talking to each other literally about classes about clubs about things that are going on um 
anything from yeah. from politics within the campus to what's being mm. built, whether mo- where the money's going, just the students being aware of everything that's going on yeah, within the school. Yeah, that's big at Berkeley. So that's not big at Sac State. Yeah. You know, so uh, but I think it's getting better and people like being being more unified. Like yeah. if I like people are proud of, of being, you know, like go Bears. Right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for like sure. people love Burke. And um, like I had a good t- I had a great time at Sac State, but that campus culture hopefully gets better. Like people need to be more unified. Yeah. If anything. But I didn't. You know, teachers were great. I met a lot of great people. I was able to dance really good facilities, a lot of late nights, a lot of beautifully terrible sunrises that I saw <laughs> writing essays and stuff yeah. at the arc. But um, yeah, so it's kind of different, but cool experiences that we had going in. And the reason I say that those two things are like my favorite part of college mm-hmm. is because they without being what they are they still were s- a part of my life throughout the entire time and w- what i mean by that is my office for work i used as my study space and i you know it was incredible facility and i was able to just you know kind of zone out and just be in my office and work and whatever while instead of having to you know rush to get a library spot mm-hmm. t- to explain to you how insane libraries are at berkeley Dead week is the the week before um, finals. Where you guys you, are dead. Yeah. No, where you don't have classes. Oh, what? That yeah. doesn't sound like dead week. That sounds like fun week. No, absolutely not. You're studying oh, your you're ass studying, off. Oh, so you're dead on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And the outside, technically. Dead <laughs> um, week. But yeah, basically, it looks like Black Friday when you're trying to get into a library. <laughs> oh, it's fucking insane. And it's, you have to wake up really early to get a good spot in the library. And so that's how like work was part of that, right? And then also through work, I would have... I had classes with a lot of my coworkers, so it was like a, a really cool mesh of my work life with my campus life with my academics, right? And then same thing with my dance team. Those a lot of some I had classes with a lot of those people or the older kids on the dance team were had gone through classes and they could help me with situations mm-hmm. or they could help me with certain applications or getting into clubs and things like that. And mm-hmm. it was just such a like like both felt like my families on campus. You're involved. You feel involved. Yeah. You feel connected. You feel connected. I think, like, that's the main thing is, like, Berkeley felt like home to me for four years. And for it to, and I know a lot of people didn't feel that way in wherever they went Mm -hmm. or even at Berkeley, but it was because of the people. Right. And it was because of the people that I surrounded myself with and I got to know from classes to dance to random fucking things that happened on Sprawl. Right. Like, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And it was that's what made me love it and because it felt like home i felt comfortable enough to you know study really hard and like put my mind in into whatever i was doing and it it helped me thrive more so you know what i mean mm-hmm. then if i had hated it and even if i was good at academics it wouldn't have been a, f- a good experience i probably wouldn't have done well wow okay that's cool so that's important for kids when they're scouting out universities to look at the campus culture look at is it a commuter campus? Talk or, to people. Talk to people. Are you know how involved are the students? How are the academics? And talk to people who are similar to your personality. Right. So yeah, you, know, you going to a UC? I don't know if all UCs are like this, but generally what I've heard is large class sizes. Eight hundred. Right? That's for yeah, me I cannot, or for my major. I can't grasp that at all because yeah. the most it's we, too much. I can't grasp that at all. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, it's like, a bad. That'd thing. be kind of. I mean, see, for me, from the outside looking in, I'd be like, wow, that's fun. That's so cool. But being you an have zero class. engagement with your professor. Mm-hmm. So that was the difference. Yeah. So um, at my years over there at a CSU, uh, the most we had probably 40 to 45 students. That's awesome. And they were still like, oh, that's too much. They wanted to be, they wanted oh, it to be I more mean, concentrated. Sure. 
and um so it was really easy to get to know your teacher because they're on your ass and for a good reason you know what i'm saying so i just i had a really good experience with that i was always i mean i didn't even talk much but just everybody's you're almost forced to be involved because of it, everything's right there in front which of which is your how face. a lot of people learn yeah and then so i just, i was able to learn that much more and i just learned a lot from some really good teachers i had a one interesting uh if you want to talk about yeah, professors dude. in education because that's somewhat important right definitely if you're paying that much money bank. and taking on loans and, and working and going bank. to school and, and contributing your time and your life and your soul to uh <laughs> to an institution your blood your sweat and, and you're your hoping tears. this is going to help you in your professional world after you get this piece of paper yeah you would hope your teacher is good you'd hope your professor is gonna you know want the best for you so <laughs> want the best for you yeah fucking right they so don't care. uh education Not all of them, but. but anyway and at universities you just said education <laughs> yeah hashtag education <laughs> but and at university i know we talked about the pay but at the universities they're getting paid better right a scary amount yeah. of money and so you, you it's know. it's public record by the way yeah you can always check it out but uh this isn't about uh, this uh, depending on how you interpret it this could be a good or bad teacher for you uh just an experience but i had a teacher that would lock the door if you're more than five minutes late yeah older teacher and like didn't take any shit and the first day of class, somebody walked in late and they let them in. And they're like, this is the only time I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people get motivated in different ways. So, of course, there's people that switched out of that class right away. And the people that stayed, we were forced to be on time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we learned more. It's kind of like a tough love. Like he talked about the CSU system versus the UC system and how competitive it is and how he's seen students at each campus take things either seriously or not as seriously so he gave us this whole spiel like he was being mean about it but it was also like pick your shit up because Mm. it's competitive out there yeah don't be late to my class let's learn something yeah yeah (laughs) so and people will take that however they however they take it yeah but that was a super interesting experience i had with the professor you talked about students Mm -hmm. and how some are kind of insanely competitive Mm -hmm. um I've had some wild, wild experiences with students in my courses. Was this during your PhD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My my second PhD. Your sorry. second PhD. They yeah, did yeah. in two years. Uh, yeah. No, the first one I did in one, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just okay. kidding. Um. Anyway, so I've had experiences with students where they like are. So, so it, the the cool thing about any college, I think, and most colleges, unless I guess private, is the Venue like machines. we said. Yep, the vending machine's <laughs> crazy. Right, I need to stop. Keep going. Um, is the diversity of students, and it's not even about their ec- ethnic diversity. It's also about like their different backgrounds, what type of environments they come from, how they were raised. Perspectives. You know, different perspectives. So because of that, you naturally have different, differing levels of competitiveness, and you have differing levels of what people think is okay socially in terms of um, interacting with another student. And so I've had students who were literally like obsessed with each other's grades and like that's not a normal thing everywhere, right? Some students are going to not want to share their grades and naturally and some other students are going to overly share their their grades and be like annoying about it. Mm -hmm. And I had a fucking situation in a course where this girl um, who kind of sometimes studied with me, sometimes didn't. I didn't really consider her a friend, but she was like a just an acquaintance mm-hmm. um and we get our midterms back in a class and it, this is my freshman year right so i'm like not really ex- didn't really ex- i didn't know what to expect and i i get a, a 97 back 
and I didn't I turn it down because that's what I've always done in my entire life is I've turned my thing down whether it's a good grade or a bad grade and I turn it over and she's like I got a 99 what'd you get like instantly I'm like what the fuck I've never heard somebody like talk like this right Mm -hmm. and somebody's gonna uh, somebody out there listening right now is be like that's so normal Mm -hmm. but like that's so not normal for me and I was like oh like I felt uncomfortable but I was a freshman so I was like I got a 97 and she's like would have gotten a hundred if you studied with me and I was like what Mm -hmm. the fuck Fuck. just happened (laughs) i was like why do people think that that's okay and so like we had some like weird weirdly competitive people like that and then there's also incredible support system as these schools where students are like you know if you got a lower grade or whatever you could go to certain students and they'd be like hell yeah let's study together let's get this shit up yeah you know what i mean and so like there's multiple multiple parts to this and the kids who are overly competitive or it's because there's a curve and whatever whatever um but not all, every class has a curve. And mm. if you get an A, somebody else can get an A too, mm. you know? And that, that curve really fucks it up because the whole point is like, not the whole point, but like a large point of it is about studying together and you want to like learn from each other. And that's why you're at school. So studying together, people have different learning styles. Yeah. So it's important for a student to understand what works for them. Because me studying together with, with a group, I get nothing done. And is that I, dependent on the group though? shit maybe yeah it could be but i think just in general when i'm alone i'm able to focus better Hmm. so it's important for a student especially when you're that invested into something to know if you're gonna if you're going to get distracted or not yeah but But it could have been dependent on the group though you're right yeah and also you're not gonna learn how you study until you try the different ways of studying yeah and i did try yeah i'm not saying you but i'm saying a general person like you can't go into college being like I mean, you can if you want, but like even how I studied in high school was different from how I studied in college. Mm-hmm. And it was because it was different material. I didn't study in high school. It was school. a different environment. I, I had to do, I used groups and mm-hmm. like it was, that was incredible because everybody has a different level of, um, of knowledge on a certain topic and you might as well get as much as you can from it because your teacher's not going to tell you everything. Do you think that's the difference between major? Like you did econ and I did poli sci? what do you mean because i was i was just reading and writing essays so i needed to be by myself i was just researching mm. and reading and writing essays but didn't you take like like math courses and stuff oh like yeah that? i mean that's stuff on the side but the bulk of my my you know my studies yeah, but did you need groups and that kind of stuff mm, not i don't really. know maybe it is maybe i mean because i took some cs courses also and i needed groups for that mm-hmm. and like i was you know i kind of i took a lot of different courses so i think that it's just about my style your versus style. your style. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. All right, so I have a quote that's a double-sided sword. It can be taken either ways, but it's always fun to read. So here it goes. The A students work for the B students. The C students run the businesses. And the D students dedicate the buildings. Hmm. So I've heard this a lot. One side of it is, yes, this is true, because the B students, because they're not putting as B and C students, they're not putting as much time into academics. They're more focused on other things. And the A student might get that top paying job, but they're not going to start that company or run that business or become that manager because they were so focused in just getting that A. And then the D students will get into other aspects of uh, the D students will find a different way to make money and they'll go into something like dedicating the buildings. Interesting. But and then I'm not agreeing with either one. I'm yeah, literally yeah. reading this because yeah, it yeah. comes up a lot. And then the other side of it is people are just saying this to make themselves feel, feel better, better because they couldn't get an A. Sure. And then okay. they, 
So it goes, you know, those yeah. are both perspectives. Because, okay, there are, I, there's obviously people like that, that fit that, what you just mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. But there's also people who, like, m- f- like, for example, my friend Anna is literally, con- has never not gotten an A in uh-huh. anything. And she's probably one of the most brilliant people I know. Right. And she also knows a lot about not her school stuff. Right, right. right. She's well-rounded. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. And so, like. I, she, I would never peg or like say that she's the type of person who um, only focuses on academics. Okay. You it know? was just fun to read. No, no, yeah. I know. I'm just so, saying that there are. Yeah. So getting good grades can never be a bad thing. Like you're learning more of that subject. If, right? if that's yeah. the only thing you're focusing on, I think that's what we should take away from this quote oh, is if okay. that's the only thing you're focusing on. Yeah. Low key. It's bad. Okay. I don't think you should only be focusing on your grade ever because the point is learning, mm-hmm. not not getting that grade. Right. Not that stamp. So there's education in high school, in college, in academics, in trade school, in the military, in certification, everywhere everywhere you go. And then there's also a very important aspect of education, uh, one that that is in the professional world, education that you get in real life experience and on the job. Also, shit you don't learn in high school. And shit like, you don't learn in high school. We, I can't, sorry to take it back a little bit, no, but I cannot believe that we didn't learn about taxes, about 401ks, about mortgages in high school. Like, it's so important to know these basic life things that as adults, all of a sudden you're thrown into a situation where you need to know that. And so many adults just don't know what the fuck that is. Right. Right. And especially people who haven't gone into finance and stuff don't understand the majority of how personal finance works Mm -hmm. it's just i I can't believe we still haven't fixed that that's (laughs) that's bad because the sooner somebody can get a grasp on that the better off they're going to be the better they're going to save their money the earlier they're going to have money to invest yeah like on every aspect i still know people who don't know how to do their taxes that yeah see things like that's crazy yeah Yeah, or at least being exposed to it or make one of those colleges in the or make one of those courses in the first two years of undergrad where you're taking some side ged courses make one of them that yeah personal finance or econ or but something in college people are working what are they doing how did they pay their taxes right right mm-hmm. it's crazy so those are, it's just like basic life skills that we're not taught but we're taught random ass bullshit yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's literally that it's a little random ass bullshit yeah and then so there's education right in um in higher education you know yeah. college in public school in high school uh trade school wh- whichever path you go certification program and then there's education outside in the real world in the professional world in the work world and just life experience how important that is that education and compared to your academic studies incredibly is it important. just as important do you balance them or is one more important than the other i think it depends on what your what your job is right because like your job could be literally um an academic like that could be your job mm-hmm. and you need to really be you know good at studying and stuff like that but i i would almost put the you know street smarts above mm-hmm. book, smarts book smarts in a lot of situations i'm not saying every situation i'm just saying in order for you to be you know for you to go through life in a somewhat successful manner and you know be able to survive and and have a livelihood you kind of you need to know how to work work the world you need to have that that drive and yeah. that, that tenacity so you can get the degree which makes you qualified to apply for a job but can you do that job yeah okay there that's a good go. that's a good thing because or a good point to talk about because there are so many people that i have been in the workforce with mm-hmm. 
who yes they on paper they looked incredible their resume looked incredible right but can you are you a problem solver can you work through problems yeah. can you get through situations that's honestly all that matters in hey, a job how are your interpersonal skills how do you get through this project how do you learn how do you learn yeah what's your learning do you stop do you yeah when you hit a wall do you go around it you do you go through up? it yeah. yeah that's the kind of shit that is way more important because if you can adapt to a situation and you can figure out how to learn or get around a problem mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what was on your resume. You have to be a problem solver. Yeah. Yeah. If you can do that, I'm hiring yeah. you. If you have all the knowledge in your brain and you don't know how to apply it successfully, yeah. What is the point? And and okay, so th- obviously there's the technical aspects of job. That's like twenty uh, percent of your job, maybe. Yeah. Eighty percent of it is just being able to adapt and the being learning able curve. To, yeah. <laughs> getting getting knowing getting to the point where you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And sometimes in a job that can take a year. Yeah. Or a year and a half. And the more of a quick learner you are, mm-hmm. the more appealing you are to a job. Yep. Because you, I don't want to spend money on teaching you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> as 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 Damn. like blunt as that sounds, like if uh, when I like when I had to hire people, I was literally like, that's what I'm looking for. Like I don't want to spend too much time training you because it's taking away from my productivity. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what most jobs are looking for. And just because you're smart on paper doesn't mean that you can be a be high producing and being a good candidate in an interview goes with that too yeah. if you know exactly what they're looking for mm-hmm. and then saying the right things and yeah. not just being good on paper yeah so they're literally evaluating how you're going to fit in how you're going to va- add value to the unit and then so i mean and going off of that also in an interview a lot of the things that people look for is not has nothing to do with the job it has to do with how does your vibe fit our team yeah they know you can do the job that's why they called you in yeah you know they know you can get the job eventually and i don't because like the idea is you're spending hours on end with these people in your team i don't want to fucking spend all day with somebody i'm not gonna vibe with right and so if you don't know if that education hasn't been talked to you about like how to be a people person and how to like you know be cohesive in a team Mm -hmm. and understand teamwork then that's also not going to do you any good. There's something you don't learn in college. Hell yeah. I mean, I didn't, group projects? I, I didn't. Not in group projects. You you didn't have group projects? I did, but it was just always just like one person oh. ended up doing all the work. Yeah. It was shitty. But yeah. um, again, it might be the major thing. Different experience. Different the students think, thinking different ways about different subjects. And I'm it's just a saying, very different like crowd. my point with that more is like there are experiences within academics that mm-hmm. help you learn street smarts. Maybe help for my, me personally helped a little bit, but most of it real world. Yeah. Of as course. soon as I started working. Yeah. Like, but if you can pull values and traits like that out of your any experience, you're set. Then like it's you're going to be yeah. okay. Or at least help you. Yeah. Yeah. But if you if you can take everything that happens as a lesson. Oh, You're yeah. You're going to be chilling. That's a good that's a good viewpoint to have on life. Yeah. Is to take everything as a lesson. Yeah. Cuz you're only permitting yourself to grow. Right, exactly. At that point. Mhm. Man, we sound like motivational speakers. <laughs> Thank you. Hire <laughs> us. <laughs> we go and do, but I'm not an expert out <laughs> of high school. And okay, and I know we're laughing as crazy as that sounds what you just said, like doing a live podcast episode at high school. I would love how that. How cool that how cool would that be cuz of course we're not, we're not going to reach everyone, but you might provide some guidance to some students that really like it'll click in their brain like shit i need to get my shit together even if it's one student even if it's one student i would love that yeah did you ever have a motivational speaker or somebody just like a guidance person come and give a speech yeah at an assembly and give a speech for sure but the whole like school is there it's so loud you can't even hear anything and (laughs) just like what the hell is going on i don't know if i had that same experience i feel like people 
or in my mind people were listening because i was like whoa that's so cool mm. i don't know i liked when people gave speeches maybe my school was just we were just idiots. no i'm sure i'm sure the majority of people were not paying attention <laughs> but. but i do remember one time where it was a focused class and there was this guy who like ruined his life and fixed it and he talked to us for an hour and that was cool, but he just talked about his life. He didn't talk. He didn't talk. Give us advice on what we should do. Application. He just said, "Don't fuck up." You know. Yeah. So it's interesting how you can like. How do you get through to kids? You know, to something that sticks. So, uh, somebody, so. somebody explained this really well. I don't remember who, but um, they were like the the way that you get like a good experience with the teacher is a teacher who respects their students, and I think that that's really important because a lot of the times we just think that it's just on our end that we have to respect the teacher and they can be however the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. But when a student sees a teacher respecting them, they think more of themselves. Right. And they're like, Oh, like I'm worth, I'm worth their time. And I'm like, I should pay attention because they're trying to help me. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like, it's just so common for a student to just be like, I don't give a fuck because they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, like a single teacher just being like, listen, like I, I believe in you or I trust you or whatever can make, a fucking world of a dis- difference. Difference. <laughs> so in 2020, do you need a degree to become quote unquote successful? No, there's so many things you can do. But if you do go to school, are you broadening your horizons, meeting people, opening up to a little bit of your perspe- perspectives, maybe becoming a little bit more well-rounded? You hope so. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for the right things. You know, anybody could just go into um, a situation like that and only come out with the negative opinion, right? So you have to be looking for the right things, wanting to learn the right things. I think also, like, the biggest part of it is, like, the connections that you make at school. And you're, like, if you, especially, f- I don't know, I, for a lot of people I know that came from this town, right? You have only the vir- worldview of this town mm-hmm. for your whole life oh, until I had that 18. for the longest. Right? Yeah. And then you go to college and all of a sudden you're put in all this, this place with people and mm-hmm. so many different, like we said, diverse people in every aspect of their life. Mm-hmm. And you learn to expand your worldview and you learn to expand your opinions and understand why other people have certain opinions the and world things like doesn't, that. You realize the world doesn't revolve around you. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that's why i mean that's what i think is one of the most important parts of college specifically right Um, and and get that where you can whether you get it from college whether you get it from the real world yeah whatever you you know whatever you go into you're kind of in your own like stop staying in a comfort zone Mm -hmm. just jump out a little bit and the when you jump out that's when you that's when you learn more and just always be willing to learn yeah well Thank you so much for listening to our education podcast. Um, We will probably have a part two on this in terms of more of the, you know, theoretical side and understanding how kids learn and stuff like that, because this was more of our education experience as a whole. Right, right. So until then, we want to thank our monthly supporters. Thank you. And we want to thank all the feedback that we're getting every week on each episode. Yes. Um, that keeps us going because we, then we know you guys are listening. Yeah, we truly, we really do appreciate that. Yeah. And it, it means a lot because we love th- doing this so much. Yeah. And when we see other people enjoying it just as much as us, it, you know, just pushes it's us fun. to keep it's going. It's fun for us. It's yeah. fun for us to, to go back on it and talk about what you thought about it. And these are conversations that people have all the time yeah. between, you know, a, their group of friends or if you talk to yourself, 
you know that you have between <laughs> you and yourself but um you know these are conversations that come up all the time so it's fun to or need to be had or need to be had yeah, yeah. so it's always it's fun to throw it out there yes. and just to see what people think so thank so. you again um thanks for listening and with that yeah. we are signing, signing out, out. Doo-doo-ch- peace doo-doo. peace doo-doo-ch- doo-doo. Mm-hmm. peace mm-hmm. peace mm-hmm. bye baby baby <laughs> baby that was good <laughs> wow one more time baby oh hi note <laughs> oh god <laughs> fuck okay bye <laughs>